This Short Code podcast is a proud member of the MedEd Media Network. Inspiration, information, and guidance on your journey to medical school and beyond at mededmedia.com. Meandering in the margins of medicine, it's the Short Code podcast. Weird news, fresh views, helpful clues, and interviews by students for students. Subscribe to our weekly show at theshortcoat.com. Welcome back to the Short Coat Podcast, a production of the University of Iowa Carver College of Medicine. I'm Dave Etler, here today with my co hosts. Patrick Brow has a healthy glow today, I think. Patrick? I appreciate you allowing me back here. Well, you know. I have low standards. <laughs> Mackenzie Walhoff is in fine fettle. Uh, Brady Campbell. Uh, he's, it's been a while since you've been on the show, but uh, I see you still have a kind of eupepsia about you. I, I would agree. It's, it's a dis- descriptive. Yeah. And Reed Johnson, a noob on the show. I don't know why he agreed. You're a picture of celebrity. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Welcome, guys. Thank I don't for, know what half these words I mean. I don't know what celebrity Yeah. <laughs> They're <laughs> all synonyms for health that I looked up. Oh, that's not a good description. Roughly five minutes ago. Oh, okay. You all look very healthy today. Well, healthier wrong. now. So. Oh, yeah. I'll be healthier after a nap. Yeah, amen. Uh, Mackenzie, you just got back from a uh, foundations exam. I did. I ran over here. Threw yeah. my lunch in the fridge. Breathless, ready to podcast. Sweating because it's ridiculously hot outside. Thank you for... It's like 90 degrees. Yeah. It's hot. <laughs> Schools, uh, Iowa City schools are dismissed a couple hours early today. Because are you serious? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Why they don't have air conditioning? It, some of the schools do not have air conditioning. So can we cut our air conditioning? Oh, get out of here. It's uh, yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah sabotage. I don't think that's how it works when you're in uh, in med school. When you're in med school, but you know, how <laughs> you get sent to jail. Uh, there's something going on this afternoon. I wanted to talk about uh, the deeded body ceremony is mm-hmm. taking place today. Mm-hmm. Any of you guys involved in in that uh, production? Or going to it? I think because we're here, we're not involved. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know if it was yeah. later this afternoon. We're well, gonna be going. Yeah. It's at one. Th- okay. How are you guys getting there? Carpooling. Okay. I would like to go. We'll see. I have to go next year. M ones don't have to go. M twos have to go. Well, it's a. I mean, it's it's a it's, nice it's option. I want to go. I just don't have a way to get there. I say crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a nice ceremony. I think. Uh, I mean, I think the goal is to say thank you to the the uh, people and families who donated bodies to the College of Medicine in order for you to learn about uh, anatomy and dissection and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I mean, at this point, uh, Mackenzie, you've uh, done a little bit of, uh, of dissection and, and yeah. anatomy. Mm-hmm. How's, how's that going? What's I, that like? I really enjoy it. It's, um, I think it's the best way to possibly learn anatomy. Um, you can read stuff in a textbook. You can look at diagrams, but until you can physically, you know, touch the vessels, run your, your, you know, your hands down the muscles, you can't really tell about the orientation from a textbook. You can feel things. You can see how they work. You can tug on a nerve and seeing it move somewhere else, and it helps you learn better. Mm-hmm. Is it? Did you, did you guys? Did, did any of you find it odd or discomforting in the beginning to? To go into anatomy lab and do this, or was it just like, okay, well, this is just something I'm working on? I have, you go ahead, Brady. I think it's more the the initial incision mm-hmm. that really uh, makes people contemplate like what's actually going on. Working with the muscles or seeing the body isn't as moving or 
uh, as much to process as having to actually make that first incision because none of us really have any background in cutting some sort of human flesh. Mm-hmm. Right. I was kind of in the same line. I was on the second day, so I didn't make that initial incision. So like the chest cavity was already open. So I kind of didn't have to go through that emotional processing of like what was you know already done. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it was a, a process. The first day, it was definitely the most difficult. But for the first, like, two weeks, every time you go into the lab and, un, like, take off all of the layers of plastic and stuff and all the towels, it's just different because you're not quite sure what you're going to see. Oh, you don't, do you, you don't work with the same... You, you work with the could, same one, but every time you go in, a little bit more dissection oh, has been done. Oh, I, right, because other people are working on the same right. uh, yeah. cadaver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but yeah, you spend three months with the same body, same cadaver. Mm-hmm. And you really feel like you get to know that person on a pretty intimate level. Well, certainly on a way that you don't know other people. I, yeah. Do you know anything about them or like a medical history no, or anything like that? Typically, we're given age. Um, some of the donors are given the way they died Mm -hmm. um, which is kind of helpful because you then before you even open up the cavities you kind of know what to look for for example if they died of pancreatic cancer um, you know your pancreas is probably going to look a little different than what would be considered normal Mm. so that's helpful but a lot of the donors are um, have death unknown but but besides that we know nothing about our donors Okay. I think there's a lot of, especially where there's lack of information, we tend to fill in our own. Mm-hmm. And as you go through the dissection, you'll see, especially when you work with like the hands or the face, you'll see a lot of things and like you try to like fill in the blanks. So you kind of create like your own story for the person. So an example. So there was not at my table, but at a table within like my area, there was a gentleman who had very... He, he was very muscular, but he also had really, really worn down hands. Mm. So like, you kind of think like maybe he was a farmer, especially given that we're here in Iowa. So then you think about like, you know, that's the gentleman who grew my corn. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And he may have not have been a farmer at all, but I mean, well, that's we, kind of the story that I made up. Yeah. What were we going to say? Reed? Oh, I was going to say on, on a different line, my cadaver that I was working on her, her spine was really, um, curved and her hips were really deformed and she died of MS so mm. thinking that neurodegenerative disease led to her being in a wheelchair for a really long time which led to these musculoskeletal mm. deformities so you can piece together a story yeah okay um, did you learn anything aside from the knowledge that you gained from the, the you know the, the anatomical knowledge had you did, did you learn anything that you didn't expect to learn or was it totally straightforward do you remember that's a stupid mm-hmm. question I, I don't like i no longer like that question <laughs> I don't know based like on your expressions yeah, like, after i asked that question i no longer like it processing speed's a little slow today it might not be that's all, all right. your fault yeah <laughs> i guess one of the things that just popped into mind when you said that is not something i learned more of a realization so you can definitely tell exactly what the american diet does to the inside of your body oh that's ouch. really so interesting so tell but us even, like, more about that thin, even people who are from the exterior thin you'll still find um deposited fat mm-hmm. in a lot of different places in between muscles and places you wouldn't imagine um and i think it'd be very interesting to see the comparison between maybe someone who was raised their entire lives here in the united states and then you know mm-hmm. died of old age and somebody who lived in a different country and had a very different diet, different lifestyle. Um, 
it, it might be interesting just to see the differences yeah. um, in fat composition. See, it was a good question. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, there's a lot of stuff that you learn yeah. outside of the straight anatomy. Just like Mackenzie was talking about at the beginning, there is, well, medicine, a lot of people get into medicine or want to be a doctor because of the science part of it. There's, it's very technical and anatomy especially is a lot of different names, but what the person feels like, what their nerves and arteries are and how like they feel is completely a different experience to learning what the names are. And it's that basic, that dichotomy that is in anatomy and parallels to medicine a mm -hmm. little bit. And you just, you start to get a feel for, it's a lot of science, but it's also something than more than that. It's, mm. yeah, so. I think the other thing I learned, even from looking not only at my own donor's body, but a lot of the donors, is at least at this point, none of those bodies are 100% textbook normal. Right. Everybody's yeah. got yeah, something totally. different. And just the other day, we were doing a dissection of the posterior thigh and working with some of those big muscles down there. And there was just this really thick cord on a muscle called the semimembranosus, which is normally just this nice fleshy muscle. And we're like, what is this? Mm. And called over one of the, the facilitators and he was like, Hi, this, isn't, this is weird. Yeah. And so opened it <laughs> yeah. up because we couldn't tell if it was a vessel. He's like, oh, it's just an extra tendon. She's a completely additional tendon oh. on her leg. And it may have not affected her at all, but that mm -hmm. was just something interesting that like, that's that's different than mm -hmm. all the other bodies in our our pod. All so. right. Sometimes those differences can like actually lead to like manifestation of disease. Like yeah. that tendon could get like caught somewhere and get inflamed, and then we as like you know doctors, we if we look at like a textbook example, we would wouldn't even think of that tendon. Right. Mm -hmm. Especially because she only had it on one leg, mm -hmm. not the other. Really? It was just very interesting. Yeah. Mm. It makes me think that maybe there are people listening to the show right now who have extra bits inside of them. Oh, I'm sure. Don't know it. And maybe there are superhumans. Well, <laughs> like I think one, my favorite example of like weird anatomical differences, like our, like our in, insides, our viscera are like oriented in such a way. And there are people who have like the mirror opposite of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've read about that. Yeah. So like the liver will be on their left side, the spleen on the right. It's like, or like in some cases there it's, like some cases people are completely flipped and other cases only portions yeah. of their viscera are flipped, you know, mm -hmm. things like that. Typically it's a sign for other things that are going wrong. I think a, a lot of the time I knew someone who had a child that was born with all of their organs flipped to the other side. Um, and the organs themselves weren't the problem, but it was just one of a list of many things oh. that had gone wrong with the, the child. The, the child died in infancy, mm -hmm. not related to the organs being flipped, but he had heart problems and right. just a myriad mm -hmm. of um basically mutational um, differences. This well, is why embryology matters. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta learn how that stomach twists around the superior mesenteric artery. Oh, the PTSD I was just coming say back. <laughs> Can we end that by saying we really do appreciate everyone who does yeah. donate their body mm -hmm. to science? I think we could all agree after having been in the program for a year that that really is the most influential learning experience we have in the first year mm. or two years of medicine. Yeah, I completely so, agree. I think that people should know that it's not going to waste and we really do take that very seriously. It's so, definitely yeah. a way people can truly impact a large group of people after death using or by donating their bodies. I, very generous. I, uh, on a personal level, I plan to donate my body, but I will wait until I will, in my will, I will specify it has to be at least 
uh, eight years after I leave the College of Medicine <laughs> so that, you know, it's less likely people will be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> looks like I got Dave. Got That's, this year. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, okay. Well, look, you, how, how much sleep are you guys getting lately? Sleep? Yeah. Oh, what I don't know is if you know. sleep? So well, two nights ago, I, I left like here at quarter to four. I, I typically make sleep a, a large priority. This week was a little bit more difficult for me, but yeah. I don't know. I usually get between seven and eight hours. I get between like four and six. Okay. I shoot for a solid six and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, definitely seven, but less than seven and a half. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's very specific. Well, it's been a bad couple of weeks. I had three exams Friday, yeah. Friday, Friday, and huge ones. Yeah. So, the th- this last week it was a uh, oh yeah, that foundations was a thing that I put off for an entire week while studying for anatomy. We we don't know much about sleep, but we we uh, we know it's important. All just about all animals with brains uh, seem to need sleep, and um, and med- and as as we've just discussed, medical students sometimes don't get enough. But new research from Caltech seems to show that even the brainless need sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, some neurobiology grad students were arguing over whether jellyfish sleep. And uh, they, you know, jellyfish don't have a brain, they just have a distributed nervous system, sort mm-hmm. of like a network of, 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 of neurons. And they realized they just didn't know the answer to their questions about whether jellyfish sleep. So they mm-hmm. decided to, uh, to test it. And they did things like they poked them with water jets to keep them awake. And, and uh, they looked at the three behavior criteria for sleep. Anybody know what those are? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You guys, how could you guys know? You something don't, you don't dealing, get enough. <laughs> something dealing with a response to stimulus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's reversible quiescence. It's becoming active. Uh, but you aren't you, you can you can make them become active, but they aren't paralyzed or in a coma or something like that. Like they can respond to stimuli. Um, increased arousal threshold. It's basically more difficult to get their attention. And uh, qui- the quiescent state must be homeostatically regulated, which is just a fancy way of saying um, people, you know, the animals really need to sleep. And when they don't, bad things happen. Um, so after a month of testing a jellyfish called Cassiopeia, they found sleep-like behavior, and which suggests that sleep is deeply rooted in biology because jellyfish are profoundly ancient animals, like 700 million years old, um, which I think is, is pretty cool because I think we think, oh, well, we need sleep because we have, you know, these great magical brains that, you know, we need to rest and consolidate memories and all that kind of stuff. Maybe that's, maybe that's just what allowed us to get those uh, magical brains. So go ahead. My first thought is maybe like sleep is a process of cleaning up like like bad things that are in your brain. Like when you sleep, Mm -hmm. we clean those things up. So I'm wondering if maybe jellyfish have like more distributed brain type neurons throughout their body Mm -hmm. that then get cleaned up while they sleep as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, the neurons are there. So I mean, it stands to reason that they probably have to get cleaned too. Air quote cleaned. (laughs) Detoxified. Yeah, they, de- they need some. They need to consult with Gwyneth Paltrow oh, uh, to get <laughs> to get detoxified. I feel I, like there's so much we don't know about sleep because, like, can we make sleep more efficient? Can we do things while we're sleeping? I remember there was this one time I took this 
it wasn't a caffeine supplement, but it was some like all natural organic powder stuff. I don't know what it was, but a friend gave it to me, and it normally it gives you like a. That's usually how the story it, goes. Was it, yeah. <laughs> was it white? Yeah, no, right. It was, it's like a powder that you put in your drink. It was not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, but anyways, so normally it's just like I, you could drink it in the morning, and it's just supposed to give you like natural energy throughout the night. But I had a huge exam one night, and so I took one late, but didn't wait long enough for the effects to kind of kick in, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was just like, you know what, forget it. I'll just go to bed. And I distinctly remember lucid dreaming the entire night. Ooh. and being able I wish to you knew what it was called. And being able yeah. to completely read through my notes and study while sleeping. And I've ever well, since wished I could get back to that effect. Was it, it was like wonderful. Inception, where like a weird. minute in real life is like eight hours in your dream world? Because, man, I'd love to study there. Right. Or do other things there. better than a study carol at the Hardin Library, you know. I avoid well, the Hardin Library as much as possible. A lot of people do. I it feels like a cemetery. <laughs> we, um, I, I did learn a little bit about sleep that I didn't realize. It. There's basically something called the paradox of sleep, which is that, you know, animals that don't sleep eventually uh, die, or at least get very sick, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but animals that aren't asleep aren't feeding, mating. Or able to fight for survival so why would sleep be necessary so hmm. we still we have some ideas about that but we still don't know why but you would expect sleep to be a uh, sort of not uh, what's the word I'm looking for not advantageous not uh, not not maladaptive that's the word yeah I'm looking yeah for. you're putting mm -hmm. yourself in a very vulnerable position right. you have no defense mechanisms yeah. whatsoever mm -hmm. and yet we spend a third of our lives all, almost all animals spend a third of their life. Well, I don't know if that's true. We spend a third of our lives <laughs> It's like, I think dolphins asleep. have, like, two brains. Yeah, like, they're I don't. always Seriously? awake. Yeah. yeah, they have, like, two different, like, cortexes. Or that is They so shut one cool. down, work the other, and then switch. And then there's cats that are just, they don't, they're barely awake. Yeah. I just think that's amazing. Uh, and the fact that we're still, and the fact that we weren't killed off by lions or or uh, or wildebeests or whatever. Yeah, you kind of look around and see velociraptors. Velociraptors. Yes, velociraptors. Because that was true. Even yeah. sleep, like I mean, not including sleep. Like you look around and realize how many dumb people there are, and you wonder how we all actually survived. <laughs> <Jeez. ever. laughs> yeah, that's oh, a good point. Gosh. But really, like, I'd make a political joke, but I don't think that'd be appropriate for our audience. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they have no idea how liberal we are yeah. <laughs> on the Short Code Podcast. Um, so, yeah, sleep. Hey, uh, it's interview season, Yeah, both yes. for pre-meds and for fourth-year medical students who are yeah. on the trail to find their uh, future residency programs. And uh, the BBC, in an article this week, explained why when you get to your de destination, you're going to screw it all up. That sounds kind of nihilistic. Well, you know, there was a survey. At, for instance, there was a survey at Gatwick Airport. 15% uh, of men surveyed and 6% of women said that they were more likely to cry when watching a film on a flight rather than watching it at home. So they're more emotional. What? Really? Yes. Could be of course, this is yeah. just a survey. That's I mean, probably stress-related. Yeah. I mean, plane? I've been in O'Hare and, like, I am I wanted to cry the entire time I was yeah. there. So yeah. Nobody... I mean, I well, guess. Nobody I mean, loves flying, but, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. You're, like, this is kind of a parallel, but if you're watching a funny TV show or something, I'm much more likely to laugh when somebody's around me than if I'm watching it by myself. That's so. That's very true. So very it could true. be kind of the same, same thing weird. going on. And that's why the laugh track is... 
Right. Yeah. Is a thing. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else did they? What else did they point mm. out? Um, in fact, it's it, the the effect is prominent enough that uh, at least one major airline issues uh, emotional health warnings before uh, in-flight <laughs> oh, entertainment. Wow. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like you know, they, this this is a pretty sad one. You might cry. I don't know. Like, like you've got eight hours of sad movies. Yeah. So. Be emotionally warned. <laughs> if you're watching a movie like Up, it just happens right in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We advise you watch at least one happy movie in the middle. Yeah. I think it would be I probably start off with a happy movie. You know Marley and Me does not count. You don't want to set no, the tone. No. <laughs> As a dog, yes, but Is this why, is spoilers. it is it kind of along the same lines like with the emotionally charged where people are so quick to get ticked off at each other on a plane too? Like the littlest tiny things bother people I, when they're sitting on a plane like oh my goodness i can't have a whole can of pop because you have to pour it in a cup i've seen someone get yeah. pissed about that it was just like seriously i get over it person on a personal <laughs> level i know that i'm much crankier much crankier and i am believe it or not a cranky person in general so my <laughs> i <What>? i know <laughs> i well I, you know i put on this sort of cheerful air when i'm around uh, uh you know you guys and 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 maybe on the podcast, but the truth is that in my head, ninety percent of the time I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, when I'm in an airport or when I'm in an airplane, I'm I'm this close from from losing it, and uh, you know my children who are very good, I'm like, get up off the floor, <laughs> you know, like stop that. Um, when in other situations, I would not care at all. So I can see it. Cabin air pressure. Uh, is of course a factor. It's uh, basically it's usually equivalent to uh, being at the top of an eight thousand foot high mountain. Um, and air pressure can reduce O2 saturation, mm -hmm. um, or the air pressure can reduce O2 saturation in passengers' blood between six and twenty five percent. Which is kind of I mean I think that's uh, that's kind of a big effect. I, I think you might want to. I think I'd just get 25. sleepy. Yeah, well, a well lot it of people... raises the stress in your body too, which is a yeah. big reason of why they say, like, hey, if you're in the third trimester of your pregnancy, do not fly because, mm. like, that stress mm. can send you into labor. Don't oh, do yeah. it, people. I mean, Don't we're, pretend if we're in like the you're not in your third and we trimester. Twenty-five percent drop in O2 saturation. People yeah. would be panic. immediately on oxygen. Yeah, yeah. I I, I have contractions when I fly. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, so it can alter your ability to think think clearly. Um, which would obviously be a problem when you so you know don't jump off the plane and then go right into your interview maybe you know huh. oh yeah at That's least take point. you know if they if they're like we want to interview you at the gate <laughs> you don't. might want to turn that you might want to suggest an alternate venue just drive there at that point yeah <laughs> I think the most important thing for interviews just on that note is I at least for my interviews I like to get there the day before do something fun yeah the night before and enjoy yourself while you're there and I think it puts you in a better mood about if you have that flexibility place. yeah because mm. I don't like to I don't I, I it, when I'm on when I go on vacation and I have to fly you know somewhere and fly back I always take the next if I can I take the next day off mm -hmm. and uh and just recover yeah also I can do that though I have that luxury I, not everybody can do that so so what is the what is this what is the smell that comes from traveling on a plane like do you guys know what I'm talking about there's just that I, think I can tell you've been on an airplane smell. I think it's farts. It's a smell. <laughs> the uh, it's the a change smell that one asshole who brought McDonald's yeah. on the oh, board. So the change in air pressure can lead to passengers having to break wind more often. So, oh. 
Thank you for that. That was a <laughs> what a lead-in. Brilliant. Yeah. Like she didn't oh know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, so that's the excuse that you're using. <laughs> it's, it's, it's typical. Never sit on a plane beside Dave. No. <laughs> no, that's not you. But uh, yeah, like air filtration systems. I don't know. Like, what are you smelling? I don't, I don't really. Know, it's just, just like a stale. They're always smell. using cleaning supplies. Yeah, but maybe. it's not even like it's not like Clorox smells or disinfectant. I guess it's, it, it's just like pressurized like thousands keep the oxygen somewhere so it's probably like pressurized air thousands yeah. and thousands of bodies emitting because there has been I, I do recall reading something about how like like even as we sit in this room right we are actually giving off flakes of skin mm. spewing out of us we're breathing in each other's uh effluvia I, I feel like closer bacteria to, is everywhere i feel closer to you already uh <laughs> And, you know, maybe that's thousands and thousands of people for whom you are closer to who rode on that plane before you and mm. and with you. Yep. It's just a thought. I don't want to, you know. Man. So at some she point on a plane, on plane there's a good before. chance. <laughs> yeah. so there's, there's, a good chance. Now. there's a chance I probably breathed in the skin of someone famous at some point yeah. on a plane. That's kind of that's yeah. so cool. It's <laughs> my life accomplishment right there. <laughs> I shared an elevator with uh, '80s uh, video video jockey uh, Kennedy once. So. Who? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, 1980s MTV. Famous fleeting. Yeah, I know. But you know, it's it's who I am. Now I got a little I got a little Kennedy in me. Um, I'm sure Kennedy was like, I shared an elevator with that Dave Edler guy. <laughs> I, I, it's hard oh to gosh. believe, but I don't think she uh, she recognized me. Oh, she, oh, <laughs> I thought it was a guy. Yeah, I, I had no idea. Yeah, just gender neutral pronouns. <laughs> oh boy. Well, uh, yeah. So uh, take our advice. You know, fly fly early. Hang out. Mm -hmm. Take at least take some deep breaths after you get off the plane to expel the skin cells of other people. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mackenzie. When you were interviewing, did you? stay overnight with somebody at the med school or did you get a hotel or? i stayed with kylie oh did you really oh, oh yeah. gosh <laughs> <laughs> yeah so iowa has that option which is super cool that they they'll give you the option to stay with a med student so you don't have to pay for a hotel here if you don't want to which nice. is awesome yeah and they get you to the right place and they made me pancakes which was wow. awesome they made you pancakes they made me pancakes for supper gosh. not for breakfast well. <laughs> for supper. kylie did yeah, she oh, of course them. she would. Yeah, she said they go through an insane amount of pancake yeah, mix. They do. Dinner pancakes are the best pancakes, <laughs> I think. Are you a peanut butter on your pancakes, or I, you regular butter on your pancakes? I, regular butter with syrup. I've never had peanut butter on pancakes. Oh, it's oh, like changing. Try it. Is it? Yeah, yeah. it really is. Oh, peanut butter, and then you put some bananas on it, and mm -hmm. then syrup, and powdered sugar. Ugh. I feel like I've, I've, I've sugar never done stuff. That's like a delicacy. But. For all you <laughs> listeners out there. Experiment with your pancakes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'll open your eyes to new things. Shake the foundation. Well, of when your... I lived in this Honduras, sounds like there a was future show idea. <laughs> How about the amount of things cooking you can put at Carver? On? Yeah. We could do it. Cooking at Carver. Yeah. That'd be so Pilot fun. that now. <laughs> um, Does that well, work for radio? Yeah. <laughs> so right now, we, I'm we, mixing we, things. Right we, now I'm just get Rachel it. Ray on it. She'll figure it out. We do all kinds of unwise things on this show. Uh, <laughs> Brady so you know it doesn't matter whether it's appropriate or not <laughs> I mean I remember not too long ago we did like a play-doh competition sure which was you know f trying to like make that an audio kind of thing was yeah. really really difficult to do but there yeah. were pictures we did it we did all right hey uh I just want to point out the mega retailer Amazon 
It's many, many things for sale, including things that you might use in your practice of medicine. Uh, and I found some things for sale on Amazon. Let's see if you can guess what they are based only on the review. Oh, oh this boy. Is, this is getting good. <laughs> I hope there's some funny reviews. Let, let's start here. Uh, and I'll, I'll have, I've uh, gotten three reviews for each project, product. Let's see if you can, you know, at least by the third one, figure out what they are. Um, first one, uh, first review is by Susan. She gave it a three out of five, <laughs> saying, so tiny. I should have read the product description better. These are about palm-sized, maybe a bit bigger. Not much to go on there. That's all I got for you. Are they, these are medical related? Yeah. These are all in the medical, uh, medical supplies, equipment section of Amazon. Palm sized. Yeah. Small. Maybe like a visual acuity chart. Ooh, Ooh. that's pretty good. What the f***? <laughs> Was he right? I just watched our neuro review Was lecture, right? yeah. and they talked about that. How did that. you do that? Oh, oh, wow, that was so impressive. How did you do that? I was like, there's no way. <laughs> what That's sorcery true. is this? You well, just shortened the show by like 20 minutes. Well, you can, can, we still you can edit reviews. it out. It was either going to be that or like a diaper pad, but yeah. I just... My daughter wants... Uh, uh, Char uh, gave it a 5 out of 5 stars. Uh, and she says, my daughter, I, she, I don't know. My daughter wants to be a fireman paramedic after watching 70s TV series, Emergency. She mm -hmm. saved up her money to buy a variety of medical supplies, no medical toys for her anymore. She's very happy. Very small, but does the trick. She tests her friends all the time. This is the same thing. Same I'm thing. Okay. Uh, Michael S. Little uh, gave it a five out of five stars. He says, it's nice to have in the house. Uh, it's great to look away from the TV during a commercial. What? what? Why? <laughs> Come on, Michael. <laughs> and read down as far as I can. My vision is improved now that I look at it or what? out the window. That's not how that works. That's not, no, this is why Amazon shouldn't sell medical equipment. <laughs> Rather than staring at a TV or computer screen for extended periods of time. You just said you're Pick doing up a it book. after <laughs> yeah, staring at a TV. Say. You said you're doing it during commercials. Yeah. That means you are staring at a TV. And it doesn't change either. It's like it's still change. the same letters every time you looks over. You that's, that's like not to mention like remembering D-E-K. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> I like the level of paranoia that you have to worry about, like, your eye changing. Could, it, could, like, it's, could this be an exercise breaks. that an ophthalmologist assigned to him? I don't think I don't there's no way. I don't think so. Okay. No. I don't have, like, you know, extensive knowledge of ophthalmology, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't work that way. I'm gonna do my, I'm gonna do my lens exercises now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just flex my eyeballs. <laughs> Although there are those, um, those things that you're supposed to look at that, like, if you kind of unfocus your eyes, and so they kind of cross a little bit, yeah. And so that the pictures mm -hmm. join. Oh yeah, those yeah. are actual exercises that are assigned to people who have like issues with the muscles of their eyes. I can do that, mm -hmm. no problem. I can't do those. I mean, I've never had problems with my eyes. I don't even. But. You know those. You know those. Those uh, old timey uh, uh, binocular uh, vision photos where you've got two pictures side by side and you look at them through a, a lens and you can make them three dimensional. No. Yeah, I don't. I, I totally. I know what you're talking I mean, about. I just like, don't know the name of I, it. I don't either. They used to have like. When you used to go to McDonald's and get toys, one of the one of the toys was like that. Yeah. I don't even need I don't even need the lens. I can I can do it with my I can do it with my eyeballs. No, it's not a kaleidoscope. It's my superpower. No, <laughs> All right, well let's uh, since Brady ruined that one, let's move on to the next. <laughs> Way to go, Brady! <laughs> don't do your best. Clearly. I'll take a lap. Uh, let's see. Uh, Amazon customer gave this one a five out of five stars. That's all. That's the only name given. 
<laughs> my husband is an Uber driver, and occasionally a passenger has a little too much drink, and consequently, these are amazing. All right. Yeah, if you... Okay, this time, if wow. you have it, you know, you could just raise your hand or something. All right. Uh, any... any uh, you guys... You guys feel like you know what it is? I, I have an idea, but like, okay. let's, yeah. let's keep right. going. These are, according to uh, Ed, another five out of five, uh, real handy when you need them. It's a really good product. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, uh, well, let me see. Are they, is it Emesis bags? Yes, they oh, are. So simple. <laughs> Yeah, Mary says, these are great. I'm prepared no matter where I am for someone sick. Mm. You just so, carry around your purse? Yeah, like, like, oh my God, there's a sick person. And, and she <laughs> rushes to their aid with a barf bag. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I use for that? No, the ground? A well, that and a grocery bag. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how many of those have holes in them? Yeah, that's yeah, I mean, so like, gross. <laughs> I mean, if you need to use it, like, I don't plan on vomiting every day, but like, nor do I. So it doesn't merit purchasing one of those bags. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I have a grocery bag around. I might as well, like, take the risk with the holes. <laughs> I will say that these are key if you have children, oh. because at a certain yeah. age, well, for my kids, at a certain age, they were always car sick, and uh, while they never once puked in the car, uh, it was always nice knowing that we had them. Yeah. Um, so my parents told me to roll down the window. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> and have it smeared down the outside <laughs> yeah, of the car. Yeah. In the old days, it's when better I was, than the inside. That's, that's fair. true. In the '70s, when I was a child, there was no Amazon. You couldn't go and get barf. <laughs> you know, if there were two things that define. The difference between my childhood and your childhood in my childhood a if you didn't have something you probably never had it and b if you didn't and b if you didn't know something you would probably never know it you know like you could go to the huh. like like if I you mean, didn't know who who was in that movie i don't know well that's the end of that story yeah, that right guy, there yeah. I, I actually dead. talked yeah. a lot about that this summer because i was in tanzania yeah we didn't have any internet and we would get in arguments over like a movie actress or something that would last like 45 minutes and then at the end of it we'd be like normally this would take 20 seconds yeah <laughs> and we just spent that's 45 minutes though. talking about something that doesn't matter <laughs> but that's great though i mean think about the conversation you had you would otherwise have not had i mean nobody was beating each other up about no it was all fun yeah well, maybe yeah. that's why it's harder to hold conversations yeah because yeah, like you run out of things everybody whips about, out the cell phone and debate things and not to get all like you know spiritual about it but like the whole thing is like oh if you don't know you it is there and you obviously don't feel the need for it like there's no fear of missing out about it sure so you're like happier living in the moment with what you have sure mm. you know, now you know like i sit around with my family in the house and we don't know something and we're like hey alexa what a blah 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 <laughs> yeah. and you know she sort of doesn't really tell us because she's terrible but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so true <laughs> all everybody right everybody has those and they like work yeah an eighth of the time it's not great uh, let's move on to the next one. Let's see. Cheryl R. Mortensen says that this product is a five out of five star. We use these to keep awake on long tricks trips. They work great. Stinky. Methamphetamine? <laughs> <laughs> the old, no, probably the not. old emesis bags. <laughs> the, yeah, there you go. <laughs> used ones. Caffeine pills? smell yeah no, no. Uh, um let's see like smelling salts i don't want to ruin it crap uh yes <laughs> smelling salts 
I didn't know those were. I was gonna say like it's, That's it has to do something rainy. with smelling. I was like, is it like Vicks vapor rub? Which you, you know, when I was to stay awake, when I was a kid and I heard the word, or read the word smelling salts. You know, I always pictured like some salt. You know, because I didn't yeah. know that I didn't know that salt was a chemical uh, 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 term for something or other. I still don't know what it is, yeah. but it's like, <laughs> but it's basically a broad term for some sort of chemical compound, right? Yeah. Did you sniff sodium chloride? Uh, I, yeah, probably I did. <laughs> it seemed like something I would do. Yeah. I, I once, just to see what would happen, uh, uh, put the leg of a model, or uh, the metal leg of a model airplane across the two prongs of a socket oh. in, oh. in, the, in the middle of the night and then had to, like, go to my parents and tell them that I turned off the house. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh. If I didn't, if I didn't s smell some uh, table salt, that would be terribly out of character. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah, let's let, we'll we'll continue on with reviews. This one says it needs a better container. The product itself works fine. <laughs> it's ammonia. So, but the mm. delivery system could not be worse. The instructions are to crush the ampule between the thumb and finger. Well, guess what happens next? <laughs> the ampule explodes and your hand is covered with shards and the entire contents of the ampule. Even if you are close to a sink and can rinse it off, it is still a total nuisance. Oof. If you need smelling salts and you're sad that your hand is dirty afterwards, come on. He's smelling salt wrong. Um, entirely wrong. I also thought that these were the sort of like like you had them on hand if you were like an antebellum lady and you yeah. were having the vapors or something like oh, I've got the vapors and you brought out the smelling salts. <laughs> I don't even know what smelling I, salts I, I are. Love your, I just think I of love football your Southern Bell impression. Oh, yeah. They're just they're breaking them on the sideline all the time and yeah, they really yeah. where. Boxing, like, they're boxing, used. boxing, football. Why? What are smelling most salts? Sports, they just heighten your. Uh, they like are ammonia. Sympathetic system. Uh, they so are they ammonia. Like wake you up a little. So bit. do you like truck drivers so, use them to make sure they stay awake? Well, yeah, amongst many other things. Apparently, this first person <laughs> says they use them to keep awake on long trips. Like, so I can just yeah. imagine, like. Yeah. So can I use? Oh them god, study? I'm so tired. That's, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> this I was like, maybe these habit? are. Hmm. We did just talk about how we don't sleep. I want you to have a new strategy. I want you to give it a try. Amazon. Get, let's get some. I want you guys to give it a try and see if it works for study. We'll, we'll write a paper on it. Try just about anything at this point. <laughs> <Four people. laughs> yeah. After that last exam, yeah. Uh, let's see. This one is sort of poetic in a way. Uh, uh, it's st still uh, still smelling salts. Jim Jimishmong uh, gave it five out of five stars. Oh boy. First time buying these and did a small test of it. Ready, I was not. <laughs> didn't even sniff it just held it under my nose how fast was i to move it away and close my eyes best of all a sudden rush of heavy breathing and energy main reason for purchase weightlifting it's almost like a wow yeah this is the most poetic weightlifter weight <laughs> yeah it's like shakespeare meets like powerlifting <laughs> yeah perhaps uh maybe esl english as a second language is is a I mean, he has at work here, but he has better command good. of the English language than most. So. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know. All right, let's move on to this next project. Product, uh, five out of five stars by Zan. Great for the price and great to torture the one you love. Solid construction and sharp, pointy tips. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Mister. Do you have an idea? Maybe. Don't don't tell us. Okay. Oh. 
<laughs> Reed's like, I have not been on the show before. What yeah. is the line? Yeah. <laughs> Where is the line? <laughs> is it what a set of knives? Pointy. No, I was just going to say, say like lines. reflex hammer. I don't know what this... But, yeah. No, I don't know what this oh. is. I don't yeah, know what but, purpose this sharp. might have in medicine. So we'll talk about that. Maybe you'll... Maybe okay. Are okay. they calipers? No. No. All right. Let's do the next one before somebody guesses. Um... Uh, Caleb King. Is that his real name? If you're listening out there, Caleb. Caleb. <laughs> Please call. You might not want to use your uh, real name on these uh, Amazon reviews. Oh, five wait. out of five stars. Gift. <laughs> I have never used it, but there were no complaints. <laughs> what? Why? Why I have no review? complaints. Why are there no complaints? Yeah, why, A, why did he leave a review for something he's never used? And B, how could there be no complaints? On some, how could there be any complaints on something he had never used? <laughs> right, and also... Also, like, how is it five stars if you haven't used it? Yeah. No. Or and is also, he, like, saying there's no complaints from the person that he gave it to? Maybe he's trying to scare the person away because it was such a horrible gift. Gift. I have never... Well, okay. I could see... Yeah. Yeah. I could see okay. that. That's, a, that's something I never thought of. Uh, I wish that Caleb had been a little bit more... Uh, <laughs> uh, it should have been a little bit more poetic. I wish that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, this one says... Um... Jordan P. says it's a five out of five star product. This is a really fun tool for sensory play. It is well no. made and seemingly quite sturdy. I don't know the name of it. Yeah. So you, you, so you have an idea. Describe what it is you're thinking of. Because well, it's made for poking people. Uh, yeah, yeah well, apparently, apparently you can like poke. I mean, you can use it to poke well, people the, at least. You can use it for like fine two sensation. Point, the, two, like, point two point poker? discrimination thing. Yeah, that's is it, like one of those compass things that you can use. Like a. Yeah, it, well, I said a caliper earlier. Yeah, because you can like change the length of those. And oh, I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not that though. Oh, what is it? Just tell us. This is a a Graphco thirteen oh nine dash one Wartenberg pinwheel chrome plated seven inch length hanging. Pinwheel, I think. I feel like pe medical what? people need to be better at naming their products. Yeah, I have no clue what that is. Yeah, yeah what is it? I'll. I'll uh, I'm, I've, I should have had this ready for you. Hang on just a second. It is a. Um, it's a. You can pass it around. It is a stainless steel oh, wow. uh, like a device. It's sort of a, Yeah, it's, which it's makes got sense because that's what the guy was doing. It's got a handle on it, and what look like. Uh, what. It looked like cowboy spurs on the business end. Uh, several. Oh of them. my god! That, that that's, that's not, yeah. So that looks like looks medieval. a medieval several of them in a row. Oh, but I've seen this. I've seen these used. Before. Yeah. Okay. Well, well we know, we, now, we know, that, now we know. Now we know something. What are you for? into? Now well, we know something like new a, about. So you hold McKenzie. it and it rolls. So like you can roll it up the leg. Right. And you can ask people if they feel that. Right. That, I've seen it used in TV shows. Sure. Okay. TV shows. Yeah, TV shows. That means it's being used somewhere. Right. That just looks way too sharp than for what it needs to be. Yeah. You know, it is like... Like, just use the back end of a toothpick. Yeah, like exactly. Q-tip. Yeah, that's what they teach us here. <laughs> a toothpick? Primitive, but... When I uh, took... Or reflex like, hammer. Yeah. When I took anatomy and phys in, like, I took it in high school, we used, uh, like, a like a graphing math compass mm -hmm. thing just to, to, like, measure out that way and, like, poke. It was hmm. weird, but it worked, and we all had them, so we didn't have to buy anything, which was nice. Sure, yeah. This last one... The reviewer one two zero four eight four seven. Phone Anonymous. number. That's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> Someone called that. Yeah, just give the phone. Uh, gave it one out of five stars. It's wow, too, he's a hard ass. Know. Yeah, it's too flimsy, loose, unappealing. If you're gonna give something one out of five stars, put your name on it. Yeah, yeah own that shit. Yeah, 
the the nozzle on the suction does not fit properly and hangs loose. Ooh. The vacuum suction is not very good either. Packaging of the item is also is that a breast unappealing. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. That's a good guess. I don't see why it couldn't be a breast pump based on that. Is it a penis pump? No. <laughs> that was the logical next follow-up question. It is not. <laughs> Where his head is. Claude M. <laughs> Listen, you're the one with the in-depth knowledge of pokey things. Oh, that's fair. Um, that's fair. Claude M. Phillips uh, recommends that you carry alcohol pads, but he does give it five out of five stars. Thankfully, I haven't had to use this. But it appears to be sound. Recommend you carry alcohol pads, etc. Develop suction. Right. Carry so alcohol weird. pads. Like I'm thinking, this this reminds me of the uh, like Olympic cupping for Michael Phelps kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was, I was like, what, like, I was like, you wouldn't. I have like no an idea. Stomach yeah. pump or but something like. Yeah, I'm I've just thinking of an actual it, so. like suction device. I'm almost thinking something <laughs> yeah. for your throat or your nose or something. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to imagine how this. many other suction lights <laughs> can you suction? Yeah, like, I know, right? Yeah. Well, you know what like it is. Like a mobile dentistry clinic? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Uh, I, I was sold a motorcycle by it once by a man who uh, said that he did his own dentistry. So, I mean. <laughs> don't we all? I mean, he might have been a qualified dentist. Mm. I'm going to just. Uh, unfairly, motorcycles. <laughs> unfairly going on looks. I'm going to say no. <laughs> But he just didn't strike sure, that's what me we as call prejudice. I, I know, but he just didn't strike me as the dentist type. You know what I'm saying? Who's uh, the dentist type? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Vicky says uh, gives it two stars. Uh, says suction is difficult to maintain. I'm not giving you anything. Yeah, more like, than you no. already have. No, you're not. The hell is this? This is like the world's worst twenty questions game. It's like no. That's what I. That's what I specialize in. But somehow he crappy gets podcast. Well, yeah, right. All right. Cheating, he has to. Nobody has a nobody has a guess. But we've had. I mean, we've we've had a couple. Yeah. Uh, well, why don't we? Why don't I just give it to you? This is a Primacare VE five four 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 Venom Extractor Kit. Venom oh. Extractor Kit. Oh. Yeah. Which we learned. We are yeah. not. Australia. Doesn't actually. We, don't we heard these are not. Yeah, that's not how that works. At all. <laughs> yeah. No. Straight What's in the, the bloodstream? Venom doctor. Venom doctor. <laughs> yeah, there's a <laughs> venom doctor. There's a shaman. <laughs> oh, like, who gets bit don't, don't buy those people. Yeah. You're living in they, Australia, they probably. Actually, uh, true. Yeah, that's what he said. He did his residency in, in like somewhere in California or Arizona yeah. area. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the, the the Black Hills or whatever. That's not even a desert. I don't even no. know. No, <laughs> oh, not even close. Well. Uh, I think y'all did pretty well, especially Brady. <laughs> Only Brady. Good job, Brady. Thank you. Yeah, you're the winner. That's our show. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me, and thank you listeners for making us a part of your week. If you like what you heard today, you can talk about it, or just about anything else you like on our Facebook group, The Shortcoats Student Lounge. Use it as a place to share questions, ideas, resources, recommendations, whatever. Whatever you want. Irrelevant things. I don't care. Uh, if you don't like what you heard today, too bad. I, I don't know what to tell you. You can tell us about it. We'll be happy to listen to your complaints. We don't take Amazon. Um, though, apparently. Yes, no. If you have a suggestion for something we should talk about or seek barely informed sleep addled advice, you can send those things to the shortcoats at gmail.com or leave us a message at 347-SHORT-CT. And the show is made possible by a generous donation by Carver College of Medicine Student Government and the Writing and Humanities Program. Our executive producer is Jason Lewis. Our opening music is by Dr. Vox and our closing music is by Catmosphere. Talk to you in one week. 